right, fake spike. Excuse me, fake spike podcast episode seventy. We are cruising along here, Vort. You know, before uh, if we do anything like we did last year, we, we're gonna miss a few months. We might be at a hundred by the end of next year, but you know, let's keep it going. Let's get to a hundred soon. What's going on? I'm excited, like you. Even in the off season, as long as there's news, there's no reason why we won't be able to jump on and discuss any news that relates to the Jets, so I'm looking forward to that. But tonight, we're going to focus on the last game of the regular season. I'm going to say it's been... Before the last two weeks, it would have been a resounding disappointment, but Salah, the offensive coordinator, the young players, there's been enough of a turnaround to give me a glimmer of hope and to say that the season has been a big question mark, more of an incomplete, but not as re- not a resounding failure like it looked about four or five weeks ago. That is very true. In fact, um, we can only really judge this based on what what it does for the future. And you know, if Wilson really has turned it around and these offensive guys are good and the defense, you know, has a, a decent secondary and just needs some other pieces, and Mosley's been a monster. I mean, if all of those things, you know. If you count all those things, then then I'm willing to say that the season has been a success, even though in the grand scheme of things, it's a failure. You know, we, we, this is a rebuilding year. It's year two of a, of a total gut rebuild. It is a year where we wanted to see progress. The, the win and loss record didn't matter at all. And uh, and I'm going to stand by that because I don't care if they're going to be 4-13 and 13 in the most likely scenario. The last half of this season has shown me what I wanted to see, some progress, a foundation in place, and it appears that the Jets are headed in the right direction, which who the hell knows if that's the case. It's the Jets. But I'm optimistic. You know, I'm optimistic. I don't, I'm not a dark sider at the moment. Like you, I couldn't give a damn about the record when the season is all said and done. Uh, the beginning of the season was absolutely atrocious. The end of the season gave me a lot to hope for, a lot to hang on to, a lot of positives to take away. And that's what I wanted. So that I'm going to stick to my word. The record doesn't really matter. Uh, we were not after a franchise quarterback this year. We should still get a couple of impact players who should be contributors. But overall yeah absolutely do not give a damn about the record i saw progress from our quarterback i saw both uh elijah moore and the the running back uh michael thompson michael thomas carter (laughs) wait uh uh, the rookie running back uh michael carter michael oh boy i'm really off (laughs) a Um, long day (laughs) but the the rookies emerged they gave us something to hold on to as uh let's continue getting them reps let's continue getting them better we got barrios who came on i know i know i'm a homer for barrios but the guy's making plays you're a homo for barrios what Uh homer (laughs) oh we got to teach the old man the term homer means i know what homer means it's not like you said i'm a homo That too, but you know, uh, I support Barrios and everybody is allowed to be who they want to be. Leave me alone. Um, But other than that, yeah, I'm not going to look at the win and loss record. It means nothing. I got the progress that I wanted to see. I can go into the offseason, not cry my eyes out that we definitely missed on the quarterback yet again. It's a question mark, but uh, trajectory is positive. It's one of those where it's trending in the right direction. I do want to... Uh, I had a story where I had a moment today in the car when I was driving around for work, and it just made me chuckle to myself because it was. I literally said, "Yep, been friends with Mac for way too long." <laughs> I was 
I knew we were going to do a podcast today or tomorrow, so I was kind of brainstorming what the Jets are going to do, what I expect from Zach Wilson, from the team as a whole. And without talking predictions specifically, in my mind, I kind of caught myself smiling. I said, listen, we just had a good game against Tampa. Uh, the quarterback isn't turning the ball over for the past couple of weeks. It's lining up for us to have a really, really good showing to close out the season. And if we beat a division rival like the Bills to end the season, that'll be the ultimate cherry on top. But I see no reason why the guys will not show up and be competitive. It's going to be a game. And instantly, as I caught that thought, Right away, a millisecond after, my, the following thought was, but these are the Jets. This is the Jets. And what happens when you accept <laughs> that, when you expect a game, they're going to lose 49-3. And I just started laughing. And I'm like, yep, I have officially learned everything I have to learn from Mac <laughs> when it go. comes to the Jets. You're a true dark slider. And I'm really taking this dark slider thing to the freaking limit. I got a radio station I'm putting together now. The uh, you know, jet, 24-7 Jet stuff. I, w- I wish I could play something on here that you could hear. Because I, I had a guy on on uh, one of those sites make up like little little drops in between is like you're listening to and it's pretty it's pretty cool stuff anyway um i want to go back to what you what you said before you you talked about how you've you know, you've become like my my disciple there um like i never like last year we ended the season we started this podcast in the middle of last season right and at the end of last year it was miserable it, it didn't matter that they won those two games they blew it to get the number one pick which you know early, early returns look like, <laughs> thank God they did, you know, but um, there was no hope at the end of last year. We knew they were going into the off season. The quarterback wasn't the answer. And, and, you know, so, so I, I had no, any designs of like saying, God, I wish I can't wait till next year. I would just, you know, I just wanted to get to the off season and, and kind of hit the reset button this year. I find myself kind of disappointed that the season's ending tomorrow. I wish there were three or four more weeks in the season so we could see if this team continues to develop. Now, aside from the usual fun of the offseason, we have to wait, you know, nine months to see this team, eight months to see this team get on the field again. And that's, you know, that's kind of a weird feeling. I haven't had that feeling in a couple of years. This year, I am disappointed that there are no more games and instead of praying for the season to end. I feel terrible that the season is running out because i find myself thinking the same thing i'm like when you put aside the wins and losses and you just focus on the development of our young kids and the the team as a whole i'm not ready for the season to be over i just kind of got that little i got that taste of something that's starting to resemble a project that's headed in the right direction and now i want more like you, I wish there was another three, four, five games for us to really get a feel of if this is still going to be the yo-yoing up and down Jets we're accustomed to, or is this really trending ever so slightly, ever so slowly in the right direction? So I feel a little bit shortchanged. I feel a little bit bitter, I would even say, that uh, we don't have another <laughs> few games this season. I really do. I know. I know. I, I guess, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it bitter on my end. I'm, I call it disappointment. I would love to see this continue. I would love to see, you know, whoever, who knows who they would play. I mean, we can pretend they could play anybody we want, but they've already played the best, one of the top three or four teams in the league and took them down to the wire. They're about to play another one of the top five or so teams in the league this week. We'll see what they do, but I, I would love to really continue the same momentum, not worry, not next year where there's an off season and training camp and learning. I want to see what Zach Wilson's made of now before he goes and learns stuff in the off season. And I'm not going to get that opportunity. It kind of sucks. That's where I stand with you. I, I wanted to see continued progress and again uh, not to repeat myself i wanted to see if this is a the typical yo-yo effect or if he's going to continue on a projection uh, if he's going to continue 
trending upwards and we're kind of getting uh, just as we get into the good part of the movie the tv <laughs> broke so <laughs> i know yep. or you know it was just a bad movie a, a movie with a, with a bad ending one or the other but um uh, an abrupt ending at the very least. All right. Um, I had something I wanted to, I wanted to jump on and I forgot what it was. And usually I write these things down. I didn't write it down this week, but it was, there was something going on with these, with the, with the crazies on Facebook. And I just, I completely forgot what it was. So I don't have anything else. Uh, we can go straight into predictions if you like. Yeah. Uh, we kind of, uh, we're doing a pretty fast turnaround this week. So I just wanted to touch on the game itself and throw in our predictions. There you go. All right. So why don't you go first, like usual? Zach Wilson against the best defense in the league. They, they have eaten quarterbacks up. What do you foresee? Look, I'm going to go on the record and say that the, what I said before. You've taught me well enough. This has all the makings of – I can't call it a trap game because you have to be a winning team to have a trap game. But in the Jets universe, this has all the makings of a trap game where – we are positive. We have things to build on. We have things to look forward to. We're not looking for a win. We're looking for a good showing against a solid playoff-bound team. That's when the wheels tend to come off in a big, big way. I know it in the pit of my stomach, but I can't. I can't allow myself to end the season trashing the Jets, especially the way that the effort and the performances and the progress has been there the last couple of weeks. So I'm going to ride with the with that. I'm going to say that Zach Wilson will continue the solid performances, solid by his standards. He's going to go 18 of 28. He's going to have 212 yards. He'll find the end zone one time. And sadly, I think this week the turnover-free streak comes to an end. He will get picked off one time. Nothing nothing terrible, but 18 of 28, touchdown, interception, and 212 yards. Okay. And uh, who do you foresee being the MVP? You're going to ride your, your little homo boy? or Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sticking with Barrios because at this point he's showing it's not exactly a flash in the pan. He's showing that uh, he can make plays if he gets the ball in space. And frankly, he's one of the remaining uh, playmakers that I can kind of look and say, yeah, he can break it. He can make a play. I'm going to say Barrios will be the MVP. Uh, and kind of emulate the game he had this week. I think he's going to have another five catches for, let's say, 65 yards. I think he's once again going to be the man that catches Zach Wilson's touchdown. And I don't see any reason why he's not going to get the ball out of the backfield. I'll say three carries for 25 yards. Okay. Well, I will warn you, I'm going with Barry, who's my MVP too. We will just have to see who's right about numbers because it's obvious that they've been getting him involved and they're kind of centering the game plan around him a little bit. And he's, you know, he's dynamic. So I'm going to be going with him too, just as a little sneak preview. Okay. Your best case scenario, all the, all the things go right. The Jets show up, the Bills, you know, take the Jets lightly as if they didn't have the division on the line. What do you think the best case scenario is? Uh, the best case scenario is I'm going to say the Jets win. They've they, they did what they did everything you can hope for last week, except closing it out, closing it out. So this week, my best case scenario is they build on last week and they find a way to sneak sneak away with the win. It's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. I think the Jets win by two points with a late field goal. The people who are going to be yelling for the Jets to have a solid kicker will get a chance to rejoice this week. <laughs> I, the final score will be 24-22 New York Jets. All right, look at that. Okay, let's go with your worst-case scenario. The worst-case scenario is exactly what you've tr- spent your life training and preparing me to be a Jet fan. 
comes to fruition. We expect a positive game, if not a win. We're going to get a shit sandwich, a shit dessert, and a kick in the nuts for this, um, to finish the night. Uh, it's all going to come apart. The defense of the Bills is going to make the Jets take not a step back, but tumble backwards 12 to 13 steps. One of those games where you're literally putting on a paper bag and saying, just end the season. Uh, the offense is going to... The offense is going to look atrocious. The the Bills playmakers and their young quarterback, Josh Allen, <coughs> and Stefan Diggs come and absolutely ball out. And they blow the Jets out of the... Um, they blow the Jets out every and any conceivable way. Final score, 33-13. I still believe the Jets will find the end zone, but losing by 20 to end the season against a division rival after the effort they put out last week, that'll be a pretty tough pill to swallow for me so i'll say 33 13 in the game that's just an embarrassment on every every which way you can look at it offensively defensively execution coaching play calling the jets get absolutely uh crushed every which way all right and realistically what do you think is the deal oh man i'm you know what i'm gonna end the season might as well either go down in flames or look like the biggest smartest fan to ever walk the planet i think the jets are gonna build on last week and i think they're gonna shock the world and win uh-huh. i'm gonna say that when the bills robbed them of a playoff spot a couple of years ago when todd Bowles was the coach this year the jets while not robbing the bills of the playoffs at least they get a chance to play spoiler and not let buffalo take the division in a game that's going to be a little bit ugly it's going to be missing big explosive plays I think Josh Allen will uh, struggle like he has kind of been this season. I think he's going to be one of the main reasons the Jets stay in the game. I think Josh Allen will have a couple of untimely turnovers. And when it's all said and done, the Jets uh, find a way. And by putting up 26 surprising points and holding Buffalo to 24, the Jets win a close one. It's very similar to my best case scenario. I'll just change up the score a little bit, give the Jets a couple of more points, but that's my realistic. I think the Jets give us a very, very nice surprise going into the offseason. I got to tell you, man, you you spent half the podcast telling me how you've been trained to be a dark sire, and then you come in and predict the Jets to go to Buffalo and beat the Bills. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. I'm going against every feeling in the pit of my stomach. I am going against my better judgment. I had to throw it out there because I wouldn't be a Jet fan if I didn't have that feeling in the pit of my stomach. But you know what? Let me be the not-so-dark-sider on weeks 18 as we end the season. Let's see if they show me to be a fool who hasn't learned anything in years of frustrating, uh, year after frustrating year of being a Jet fan. Or are they going to give me something that makes me look like a genius, which is really hard to do. Hey, man. Fair enough. Okay. Me, uh, I am going to go with a little bit of superstition a little bit of experience and just, you know, and of course a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit of, of analysis because most of the time when we analyze these things, we're wrong anyway. So I will say there will be a little bit of analysis in there. Okay. For the superstitious part. Okay. I have predicted Zach Wilson and the jets to have fall off the face of the earth for two weeks in a row. And they did the exact opposite and made me look like an idiot. So I'm going to go reverse psychology and I'm, and I'm going to look at it from the standpoint. Well, even if I didn't really feel like it, I'm going to predict the same thing again because either I'll be right or I will kind of like reverse mush them and they'll and they'll make me look stupid. So I will be predicting some pain for the Jets again. From the from the experience standpoint, 
right? I have seen this a million times with the Jets. I mean, they they give you hope, and this being the last game of the year, it can go one way or the other, right? The Jets are gonna are gonna screw us, or they're gonna give us hope one way or the other. They are either gonna play a really good game again, maybe even win, maybe even win. I doubt it, but maybe win, play a really good game, and have us sitting on the edge of our seats for the next nine months, and then suck. When the, when the season starts and we're going to have eight months of misery, of, of hope dashed, okay? Or they could go out there and lay an egg and, and have everything fall apart and then have us get, be questioning ourselves for the next eight months. One way or another, we are going to be wondering what's going on with this team. So uh, that's the experience part. And then there's there's that part of me that thinks like, like the Jets just like always do the exact opposite of what you expect. And you expect them to go in here and 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 get hammered by this team that needs the game as the best defense in the league. We thought that last week and it didn't happen, but I think it does happen this week. So all of that just to, to come full circle and say that anyway. The little bit of analysis that I was talking about, and I, I'll probably talk for a minute about it, so maybe not a little bit, but it, it's not going to really matter because we're never right about this stuff anyway, at least rarely. I think Zach Wilson has not seen a defense like this. Okay. A couple of guys were missing off of Tampa Bay's defense and that's not to take away from the job the Jets did. They played a phenomenal game. They stepped up, they did everything right. But uh, Buffalo has the best defense in the league statistically. They're, they're one in passing and two in running or something like that. I forget what the numbers are, but they are way up there. They have shut down everybody. And I think I don't think Zach Wilson escapes the year without having one more game that makes you wonder. And this is the only one left, so I have to go with it. So I think you have a rookie quarterback who has been playing very well. Uh, is If you want to talk about due, he, he's, he's due. And what better place than against a team that has been the best defense in the league? And and if if he got confused on, on what the defense was showing him on that quarterback sneak last week, what do you think they're going to do when it's a whole game? You know, so so. That's what I'm looking at here. So I will one last time predict Zach Wilson to have a miserable game because I'll either be right or I'll reverse motion and and he will have a good game despite me. I'm going to say once again that Zach Wilson will be in the uh, in the five in the in the fifty uh, percentile area. Uh, I, I'm going to give him more passes this week. I only had him at twenty four last week. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's go. You know, Seventeen of thirty five. I think Wilson okay. ended up throwing a lot this week. Seventeen of thirty five. I think he'll throw for two hundred and. I think he'll throw for a bunch of yards, I think, but I think a lot of it will be garbage time. I think he'll throw for 230. I think he's going to have one touchdown, and I'm going to once again go with those three those three interceptions. Okay. Uh, eventually, I'm going to be right. And, and as long as I keep predicting it and he doesn't do it, then I'm happy either way. MVP, I'm going to go Berrios as well. Um, he just re- he really seems to have kind of hit his stride from what he's capable of doing, and the coaches seem to realize it because they're giving him the ball more. They're finding little ways he can get involved, whether it's end arounds or the passes, and and uh, I, I think he will be the main guy once again. And uh, I'm going to give him I'm going to give him a, a fairly big day. I'm going to say he's going to catch seven balls. I don't think he's going to break anything, so I think he'll have seven for for like eighty. I think he'll score the one touchdown. And I also think he's going to run the ball a few times. I think if he does break a play, it will be on an end around. So I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him two rushes for for uh, 26 yards. Very nice. Yeah, my best case scenario, uh, despite everything I just said, the best case is that uh, my experience with being a Jet fan means that they show up when you don't expect them to, and 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 uh, and I think we would probably be. It, 
you know, more hurt and in more pain if they ended the season on a good note. We sat on the edge of our seats for eight months and then they came out and laid an egg and, and crushed our dreams next year. I think that's the way, that could be the way it goes. So best case scenario, the Jets hang in there. And, and I, I want to say that I in no way expect this to happen. I, I think the exact opposite. But the best case scenario is that the Jets do pull out a game. If they do pull out a game, I believe it will be low scoring. I know I've said that before, but I don't think the Jets can do a lot of 30 to 27 kind of games. Um, although they have scored a lot of points in the last few weeks. They've, they've been much better. I don't know. But I think it's a fairly low scoring game. And uh, we talked a few weeks ago about the most common score in NFL history. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to say Jets win 2017 in the best case scenario. I don't see it happening. I'm not in any way predicting it, but it is a best case scenario. My worst case scenario is what I've been predicting most of the year. You know, the the, the wheels fall off. The, the the best defense in the league makes the Jets look like a young team that doesn't know what they're looking at. Uh, the Bills really need the game. They've been beating the crap out of the Jets for years now. And, you know, and the Bills win the game going away. And, uh, you know, I'll give a similar prediction to what I did with Tampa Bay. I think the Bills get a big lead and then realize that they have a playoff game next week and, and take their guys out in the fourth quarter, but not before they, they take a big lead. Um, the difference is I think the Jets put up some points. I don't think they put up a lot. I think the defense will hold them back, but I think the Jets have gelled just enough to be able to, even against a really good defense, to squeak out something. So I'm going to give the Jets, I'm going to give the Jets like 13. Okay, uh, maybe six. Now I'm going to go 13. I'll stick to 13. I think the Bills can put up high 30. So I'm going to go something like, uh, do the Bills kick a field goal? I'm going to say they don't kick a field goal. So Bills 35, Jets 17, uh, I mean 13 in the worst case scenario. Um, and it could be worse than that, but I, you know, I, mean, I, I, I predicted 46 nothing last week. Look where that got me. So realistically, I think uh, I think the Jets have improved enough to hang in this game and make it somewhat close. I think the Bills still win by a couple of scores. I think the Jets will hang in there for a bit, and I just think of uh, ultimately uh, what I've seen teams do against the Jets is they don't blitz early. They just kind of get a feel for the game, see what what way it goes. Then they start blitzing. And then, you know, last week, Wilson did a good job. The line picked it up. He read the blitz as well. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks before that, he didn't as much against Miami. I think I think what will happen is Buffalo will let the Jets hang in early before they adjust, realize what they have to do, and then start attacking. And, and I think it'll work. I think uh, the Buff- Buffalo probably, you know, similar to my worst case scenario, I think Buffalo, maybe not by 24, but I'm going to give them like a 17 point win. I say in the realistic uh, scenario, the Bills win it. Um, uh, let's call it 31 to 31 to, to, to 19. 31-19 sounds like a pretty good score. So Bills 31-19 in the realistic case. I think the Jets either uh, you know miss a, miss an extra point and get a couple of touchdowns, or they get a touchdown and four field goals and just can't put the ball in. And the Bills, um, you know, the Bills, uh, you know, put up their their 30 points. Now, the 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 one thing here is that in the Jets' best case scenario that I gave, the Buffalo did lose to Jacksonville, and Buffalo has not looked good a lot lately. So I think there is a somewhat decent chance the Jets can hang in there. I still don't see them winning, but I think Buffalo kind of found their way a little bit last week, and and needing the game like they do, it's the last game of the season. I think that they're gonna they're gonna play well and they're gonna be okay. So those are my predictions, and uh, I guess we don't have much more, right? It's frustrating because all the signs are pointing to 
the Jets losing rightfully and potentially not even being a closed game. But I will say, deservingly or not, justifiably or not, I will be hurt, disappointed, and bitter if the Jets get the absolute shit kicked out of them. Like, if it's not a game, I'm not talking about close or the bitter end, but just don't let it be a shellacking where you and me are texting each other by by the third possession. Like, I can't believe it. Well, that's what we expected. Here are, here are your Jets. They got to give me something, I'm, especially because it is a good opponent. I'm not, not looking for them to shine against somebody bad. I want to see them show up against a good team. That's going to be a nice way to end the season. They moved the game to 425, I guess, because the, the Bills need the game. They, they actually flex the game to later in the day. We finally have a game other than 1 p.m. Wow. Look at that. See, you didn't even know. <laughs> I had no idea the Jets were that good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's not the Bills at all. Obviously, it's the Jets. They're the bigger draw. <laughs> uh, one last thing I'm going to throw yeah, your sure. way. Uh, I had uh, an idea for next week. Obviously, we're going to do our recap. And then the second podcast for next week, I'd love to just go over and do a sort of a report card and grade, especially the young players and the, the coaches from the season. I'm just curious if we grade them between an A to an F to an incomplete, if we're going to be on the same page. That's a great. That's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Uh, oh, speaking of little little fun things, we never got back to the Jets' record against other teams. Let's let's do let's do another division. Pick a division. We did we did their division opponents. Let's pick one other division. Any one you want. Uh, let's go with the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Uh... Okay, so AFC West. So let's start with I guess the Chiefs would be the. F- uh, I missed that. Okay, let's go with the Chiefs. There have been all time. Th- 40 games, what would you say is the is the record there? You know what? Just because the Chiefs are so good right now and it seems like the logical thing to say the Chiefs won at least 30 of those, I think it's closer to 50-50. I think it's uh, the Jets have 22 wins. Close. You were right. Um, no, you weren't right about the number, but you were, cl- you were right. It is close. It's 20-19-1 in the Chiefs' favor. So 20 Chiefs, 19 Jets, one, jet, uh, one tie. Okay. All right. I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, you are. You were very close. Okay, Jets. Okay, let's go. Denver is the next one. Jets, Denver. There have been thirty-nine games in the history. Oh boy, I think Denver has dominated all my memories. Well, my, pretty much my only memory that really left a mark being a Jet fan is that AFC Championship uh, yeah. game when we had them at the half. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think. Uh, the Jets literally have like a handful of wins against uh, Denver. You said how many games have they played in total? They've played a total of 39. So I'll say the Jets have 14 wins. No, you're very close. Denver 22, Jets 16, and one tie. Wow, what is this? The division that I chose just playing with ties. <laughs> All right, so then we got the Las Vegas Raiders, right? The Jets and Raiders have played 48 times. Oh, boy. Considering how last season we had that win and we managed to turn the given win into a loss, I'll say the pattern holds true for most of the games against the Raiders. I'll say the Jets have 12 wins against them. Nah, 12 is a little low. I'll go 14. Oh, that one you're off. Raiders 26, Jets 20, and two ties. All right. One more. We got the L.A. Chargers, obviously also the San Diego Chargers. Where they go here? All right, one more team. In this series, there have been 38 games. Give me your give me. This your, is the your, one that I feel the Jets have the advantage on. 22 wins. 22 wins for the Jets? 
Yes. Now you were close on the wins. It's the other way around. Chargers 23, <sighs> Jets 14, one tie. I don't know where all those wins came from. It seems to me like the Jets always beat the Chargers. Uh, I'm going to go back and look and see. Let's see what we got. Okay, the Jets lost to the Chargers last year. That was a Joe, the Joe Flacco game. They uh, lost to the Chargers in 2017. They lost to the Chargers in 2014. Okay, I guess I guess we're on. A, they lost to the Chargers in 2012. We beat the Chargers in 2011. Okay, so that's the Jets have lost four straight against the Chargers going back 10 years. It's like the Jets. Okay, so that wraps that up. We will do another division next time, or at least when we remember it. We definitely need to get the report card, so uh, let's let's prepare for it and be ready. And uh, enjoy the game, man. I will uh, talk to you next week. Enjoy the game. I'll catch you next week.